Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Small Guy on Main Street podcast. Here, I interview small business owners and entrepreneurs and have them share their story. If you happen to get value out for this, please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with other people who may also benefit from this. And thank you for your ongoing support. Hello, everyone. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, here's a episode right um this is the interviews i got from vcon right um and when i was in in indianapolis um i wanted to get more really i did but as i soon found out that it's not the best occasion it really is not people you know people want to talk communicate network but it's not the place to fully get an interview right so i did what i can and I was able to get, you know, a few people on camera, right? Because I did talk. I, I did talk to a lot of people. But to make up the time to record, um, it was all too busy. It really was all too busy. But um, I I did it and I made my efforts. So here I have uh, two interviews uh, for you. And without a doubt, I think they're great. I follow their social media accounts. Um, they're very, they're very good interviews. I appreciate them very much. So, especially on the tight schedule, it really was. Um, but I did talk to a, a nonprofit, um, founder that's out of New York. Um, she's, she's great. Uh, she was telling me a lot about the nonprofit, how it works, um, how you can make it work and all the little details that it takes, you know, to run a nonprofit because it is a little different um, than running a for-profit uh, business. So I was picking her brain, um, but it just like now that I couldn't get an interview on camera, it was just it it was not right. It, it was it was just at the moment we were talking the first day, uh, but it was great. Yeah, I got to learn a lot. I did. And I talked to another business that was um, that has a tow truck a business in Texas, very great business for sure. Um, but like I said, we met up in one of the uh, uh, arenas uh, for the speakers, uh, the the keynote speakers. Um, so it wasn't again not the right timing. And, um, but here, here, let's go into the first one. Right, this is um, Haas from Big Most Kitchen. Check it out. And just just a heads up, um, the microphone situation, the audio, it's not a, at its best. Um, it's outdoors, um, and I had just uh, a different type of mic, one that I don't normally use for recording interviews. But last minute situation, I had to make it work, right? So next time, I will know better. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, man. So I'm Haas from Big Mo's Kitchen. Uh, we're a chain based out in Detroit. Uh, we got about six locations right now. Uh, we're planning on going to the Middle East soon, so we're going international. Uh, we specialize in new American food, uh, something different, something where you walk in. It's a diverse menu. It's a quick carryout for the most part. Uh, we also do, we have this record label my partner is uh, working with. They're called Wealthy, an artist named Dave 3D. We also have a dessert shop out in Michigan. Uh, we're working on an NFT project called BMK Empire. It should be dropping soon. Uh, and man, the most important thing is just staying, staying motivated and staying hardworking. The restaurant industry is probably one of the riskiest 
one of the artists. For sure. How do you make it work? How do you how do you think you, you put it together um, in a sense to be Keep it operational? Yeah, yeah. Keep okay, so pretty much, man, I mean, number one thing is having the right team, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously with six locations, not everyone, you know, not one person can take care of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have the right team, you take care of your guys, make sure everybody is doing the right thing. Uh, setting everybody at the task that they're best at, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to throw somebody that's not good at cooking to cook or someone that's not good at managing to manage. So you got to pretty much weigh out everybody's strengths and weaknesses and be able to direct them, man. Mm-hmm. So that's the most important thing is being able to direct everybody to the right position and making sure they're the best at that position. Mm, okay, okay. So yeah, finding the right person for the right job. 100%. Right. Okay. Um, now, you are branching out, right? You, you're you're moving along. You're expanding it. Yes. Right. You guys are. are you said uh, previously, you guys are going to franchise. So right? we actually are a franchise. You right? are. Already. So we currently operate two franchises. Two. Okay. One in Canton, Michigan, and one in Grand Blanc, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're also trying to go international, right? So we're opening a location, hopefully in Lebanon, mm-hmm. uh, Beirut, Lebanon, by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um. What's okay? What's one thing, or many, many, let's say, sure. um, that you may look for, right? When when choosing the right person, when hiring, what, what can you you say that that are those are key principles yeah. that make up a good employee? Okay, so when it comes down to the restaurant business, man, as most of you guys know, it, restaurant business is one of the most stressful businesses and one of the most stressful industries. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's physically damaging and it's mentally damaging, man, because you're always on the, you're always working, you know, long hours, hard work. Uh, there's just so much going on, right? So the, the main fundamental we look for for employees is people that are motivated and actually love their craft, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't want somebody back there cooking that doesn't love what they're doing. So the most important thing is actually loving the process, loving the cooking, mm-hmm. putting in the hard work, feeling accomplished after a long day, man. And that's one of the most important things. Uh, also, man, work ethic, you know, you can, so much shit can be taken away from you in this world, man. But when it comes down to work ethic, that's the one thing you cannot take away from a human being. Uh-huh. Right? W- whether it's their characteristics or it's their, the way they speak, it does not matter. As long as their work ethic is on point, you cannot take that away from them. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the most important things. I agree, agree. Yeah. Um, what's one recent strategy or change that you have made that, that you've seen, like, a great jump in overall, if revenue or if effectiveness, efficiency, um, any of that, any recent changes or strategy? So the thing that allowed me and, and Mo to expand was not micromanaging everything, right? Uh-huh. Uh, putting everybody in, in a position where they're being supervised by somebody that we personally yeah. call ourselves, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing that got us to expand was obviously social media, man. You know, we we do awesome reels. We are always got content. I got my content guy over here. He, we're always on content, man. Content, content, content. Mm-hmm. And pushing it out there to the right crowd, man. Making sure you're staying diverse. Motivated, man, to create content. Right, okay. That's the most, you know, that's the most important thing right now is yeah. being, is staying relevant since there's so much shit going on on, on social. Okay. So you gotta be able to stay consistent with your posting, stay consistent with your food, stay consistent with the way you manage your guys, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so one, one last thing, this could go on forever, but yeah. how do you make it all work? Like, you're a human. Yeah. How do you make it all work to where you could, I mean, touch on so many projects and, you know, run them all 
good. You know? Yeah. So you obviously, you know, you, you come with hardships with the whole thing. Everything, you know, there are, sometimes you get tough. So you, everything needs its own specific attention, correct? Mm -hmm. Once you set something up, if you're not keeping your eye on it, putting in the work every day, like even till today, yeah. I still put in, you know, 10, 12, 14, 15 hours a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not just sitting back at home, mm -hmm. letting shit go, you know, everything go to shit. Yeah. You gotta stay consistent with it. You gotta pay attention to it. You gotta, it's just like you plant a fucking tree, man. Yeah. Right? You, you plant the seed, you gotta water it. You gotta make sure it gets enough light. You gotta make sure, you gotta stay consistently caring for it. Right? You can't just walk away from it and be like, fuck this. Yeah. So this is the most important thing, right? Say, be able to manage your time wisely. Make sure everything that needs attention is getting its attention. And that's how you do it, man. That's that's my, my goal, I guess. I guess this is how I do it. Great. Just Great. staying hard, you know, hard work and right. stay consistent. Okay. Flat out. Oh, cool. All right, man. I appreciate it. Um, thank you guys. Um, Thanks, man. It's nice to meet you. Uh, where can the people follow you? Where can they find you? Uh, so you can check us out on Big Mo's Kitchen uh, on Instagram, TikTok, at Big Mo's Kitchen. B-I-G-M-O-E-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. Big Mo's Kitchen. All right. Yep. Yeah, it's already Thanks here. Thanks a lot, man. Okay, so there you heard Haas from Big Mo's Kitchen and all the other projects that he is working on. Um, you could just imagine, right, how busy he is. Um, but this just shows in his curiosity and his uh, willingness, willingness to, uh, his willingness to continue learning, evolving, and trying out new things, right? So you could tell he's a busy person. Now, of course, we don't know how his personal life is. Nor does it really matter in a sense, right? He. If, as long as he is where he wants to be and he's working towards what he wants to go for, then that's what's going to happen, right? So, um, right, you choose how to be how busy you want to be or not, right? Depends how um, ambitious your goals are, by all means. But really cool dude. Um, it was blessed that I caught him on the second day right before we went into the stadium um, I just went up to him, I asked him, and yeah, they were down for it, and uh, we recorded then and there, gave me uh, some of his time, which I appreciate, but yeah, it wasn't always that good, right, but um, okay, let's go, let's jump into the next one, um, this next one is M Michael Kwok, he's with Supreme Six, uh, he's a real estate agent, but he also handles a music and entertainment um, event company in which um, he's able to manage, uh, in this sense, EDM style uh, musicians and artists and have them perform at certain uh, stages and clubs. But here, take a listen. He'll tell you more about it. Hey guys, this is uh, Michael Kwok from Toronto. Um, I'm a full-time realtor. I have a team of 10 agents, but on the side business, um, I throw events in Toronto. We do mainly uh, trance, tech house, um, EDM, melodic bass kind of uh, parties in Toronto. Um, I've been we've been doing this for six years. We usually run one music festival a year, mainly on trance, called Euphoria. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 great meeting him here. And uh, I'm on my way to EDC after this, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad to talk about you know our, our business. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so okay, on the event side, right? 
Um, how did you get involved in the event side? Because of, uh, for some people, might say it's kind of lucrative. It's, it's big, right? You host and you attend to you know people out there in the industry. Yeah. How did you get involved? Yeah, I mean, like one of my friends, a DJ DC, and uh, he was approached by his his friend in Vancouver, who's already running clubs. Our, our partner now, uh, Stanley. Um, they run events in Vancouver. He owns a club there called Enzo. So he wanted to expand in Toronto, uh, and he felt like there's a market in Toronto for trance, all right? So trance was a genre that used to be very popular in Toronto, but kind of drifted up a little bit, and uh, he wanted to try it out. So we threw our first big party in Rebel. It's Toronto's biggest nightclub, and we did really well. You know, we had over 2,500 people come into our event, and it was a huge success. So we did three of those events, and uh, it was great. Um, and then after that, we did a music festival in called True North in Toronto in 2017. Yeah. Great. Is, is, it, is it a high-risk, high-reward business? Um, yeah. the, what you do? Right. So we've learned in the music industry that the bigger the party, you know, the higher the risk, right? Because you're paying for the DJ costs, you're paying for their flight, right? You're paying for their, their, their meals, transportation, the rider, right? So everything you need to prepare for the green room. And um, yeah, like the more DJs you have, the more of these you have to do, right? Um, so definitely the bigger the party, the more DJs, more stages, the, the, the bigger the risk for sure. And the, big, the bigger reward. Uh, Potentially, exactly, potentially, yeah. So if you do a big, big music festival and you sell a lot of tickets, right. you could potentially make a lot. And our partners in Vancouver has done that and yeah. been very successful, yeah. What, let's say, um, what has been one of the um, most recent um, challenges you have had? And, uh, what you do or what did it take to overcome? Yeah, I mean, I won't say recent, but like maybe after the, the first three successful events we had, we had a music festival at True North, and that one we lost a month, a lot of money, and it was our it was a big learning lesson. Uh, it, it was it was uh, it was painful, but um, and I, I personally lost a lot of I lost like seventy thousand dollars in that that event alone. However, um, what we learned from that is like if we persevere. You know, over the years, we pay back the investors in the event, uh, people that lend us money to throw that party. Um, the money I invested myself is gone for sure. But what we learned is like, we do smaller parties that's safer, you know? You know, we had three successful parties and we did a big party uh, music festival with with Dash Berlin as a headliner, you know? So our cost for the event was significant, right? And because that event, it was it was raining, right? Um, and then there was other competing events on the same day. Um, it was very difficult to sell tickets. So it was a lesson learned. And um, since then, we've learned to do a little bit smaller events and uh, do them more often and more specific to our genre. And, and yeah, we learn and grow. Mm, okay. That sounds... Okay, the whole events, right? You're managing a lot. There's a lot of uh, moving parts to yes, it, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, correct. Then, but you also do your real estate, yes. right? Yep. Um, what drives you? What? Or how do you keep on doing all that? Yeah. So, to be honest, like on the event side, we have a team that works on it. I'm more on on the background. Real estate still my bread and butter. Oh, right. But you know, on the day of the event, you know, for sure, I'm helping out. You know, we're, I'm taking care of the green room. Doing uh, relationship, uh, managing relationship, making sure making sure the DJs are okay, right? They're happy with everything they have. Yeah. Make sure that the transportation is 
is there for the DJs to arrive at the venue and go and go back to the hotel or going to the airport, right? Making sure the rider is set. You know, DJs have very specific things they want before they go on stage. You know, certain ones some towels, other ones different kind of alcohol. Some want like Skittles. You know, um, so it, the rider could be really anything, right? So we got to make sure everything's in place so we build that relationship and in the future the DJ will continue to play for us, right? Mm -hmm. What have you learned, right? how this journey that you have gone through right yeah or what ha what has it given you let's say that yeah okay so what's giving me so i say um through the event management business you know when the, the the greatest gift i have is seeing that people having a good time at my party right and also building that relationship you know people come to my event and honestly a lot of people that come to my event end up being my clients for real estate they buy they buy condos houses investment properties with me right a lot of people could afford the party a lot and, and, and whatnot, um, could have exposable extra money to invest in real estate as well. So I've gotten deals um, from my my event business because of that events I run, right? So that's definitely a big plus. Um, having good relationship with DJs and becoming friends with them, you know, and then like meeting them in different cities and and, 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 and right. hang out with them is great. You know, they hear their stories. There's, they got tons of great stories, yeah, right? So um, it's it's definitely, it's, especially if you like the music, you like the genre and you you, you like the people in the industry, it's, it's, a, it's quite rewarding, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna meet some of them going to EDC today, and, right? And yeah. This weekend, right? So I'm very excited for that. But you see, he's a busy man, right? You're here. You you had to devote time for this. Yes. You yeah. wanted to be here. Yes. But also, what you like to do is you want to go over there. You're going to Vegas now, right? right? Yeah. How um, how do you manage? How do you manage? Yeah, I mean, all the things. So I think managing time is very important, right? Um, like there's sacrifices for sure, right? There's this, this is a three day event. I only be here for a day and a half, right? Um, a lot of my friends and partners are already in Vegas right now. They're 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 going to different events, meeting other people, meeting different promoters from different cities there right now already. And you know, these are sacrifices you have to make. There's one or the other, right? But you know, if you could make it work, you definitely would want to try to do that because you gain different kind of knowledge, exposure, different um, um, different connection from different people in the industry from different industries, right? So the people I meet here at Vcon is completely different from what I meet in ADC, you know, and, and people in the backstage of EDC and, and whatnot, right? So it's, it's definitely a different experience. Okay. Uh, where could uh, people find you, reach you? Um, yeah, so if you guys ever want to come to Toronto, come to my events. Um, you can find me on EE underscore Mike Kwok, M-I-E-E -E underscore M-I-K-E-K-W-O-K. -E um, that's my Instagram. Um, if you guys want to buy real estate in Toronto, right? Uh, market is good. Yes, the market is great in Toronto. It's growing. We, the pop prices continue to go up. It's like the fastest growing city in terms of population in North America. Um, and I have a team called the Supreme 16. Um, you can find me there as well. And then um, my Instagram for my uh, real estate is clockrealty, K W O K R E A L T Y dot com. All right. All right, guys. You guys heard Michael. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, you just heard Michael Kwok with Supreme Six Team, but also owner and partner of Electric Escape, right? You could find him on Instagram, as you heard, but, um, well, like, if you uh, just got what he said, that he lost about 70000 wow, right? But, I mean, I guess a uh, big risk, his reward. And to throw in events, you know, man, think about it. any any party 
you may throw it's already expensive but you know this is in a larger scale right but you live you learn you know and that's the thing that now he realized that okay well he has to do a little bit more homework a little bit more research see what the competition is the weather and all that that may play a factor upon the sales and the performance that will happen but yeah so that is what i have for you guys i know sorry it's not as much as i wanted um hope you weren't expecting so many more but you know next one now i know right what i can do how to approach it you know differently but i appreciate them very much so for giving me their time especially on an event like that right so like i said before you know go out there meet people right pick their brains um learn about them right see what they what they got to tell what wisdom what knowledge they can share with you right so all right guys well stay stay up stay out there hustle love you guys take care so that wraps up this episode please don't forget to share this podcast with other people all right whoever you think may be able to use this information for themselves please help them out you can reach me through tiktok or instagram at small guy underscore on underscore main street or you can find me at the website esbfocusmedia.com this podcast is a production of entrepreneurial and small business focus media love y'all keep hustling and let's move forward together